baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. We live in very big times. Not divided times or desperate times or even times of struggle. Very fake times. It's still my favorite all-time text from a listener. Because it captures exactly what the main problem is. We are overwhelmed by replete with fakeness constantly. It never ends. And humanity has never faced this before, I would argue. Because we've never had social media before. And its ability to quickly amplify the lies that the media tells. Then, by the time the lie catches up, which takes six to nine months, nobody's paying attention anymore. And reality is virtually altered. Perfect example of this. This week in the Jesse Smollett trial. Smollett, you'll remember, was the actor who fakely claimed that he was beat up and racially brutalized by two Trump supporters who took the time to put on their MAGA hats before they went out and did it. First time I heard the story, I rolled my eyes. It had the feel of fakeness about it, as so many of these did. But I can remember what it was like in those couple of weeks after this broke, you couldn't question the narrative. It was tantamount to racism, even if the story didn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, now we know that Smollett actually hired two Nigerian brothers to beat him up because he couldn't find anyone to legitimately do it in America. But we also now know, even more interestingly, why Smollett did it, who the target was for their fake hate crime. We know this because the prosecutor asked one of the Osendario brothers when he was on the stand, who was this fake attack targeted to? His answer says everything about what's wrong with the times we live in. He answered, according to Jesse, the targeted audience was the media. He testified under oath that Jesse Smollett composed his ridiculous hate hoax for the media knowing they'd buy it. That says everything you need to know about the fake times we live in. Our mainstream media is set up to spin fake hoaxes that fit the narrative rather than combat the news. This could be ended at any moment. A fair, open marketplace of ideas would destroy the mainstream media. They'd be a burning hulk of what they used to be in terms of reach in a very short time. And they know it. That's why the left will do virtually anything to stop a fair market of ideas. A thing that gets harder and harder to do with the internet. And so it's eerie to me that yesterday, literally yesterday on my radio show, I predicted that there is no way that they will allow Trump to have his own media empire. An empire in which free speech is allowed. They simply can't do it. Here's why. Because unlike the gabs and the parlors and the places like that that'll never attract liberals... 
anything where Trump is, anywhere Trump is, will attract liberal trolls like a moth to the flame. They simply can't have their sheep going to Trump social media and seeing the truth. They can't have it. They won't survive it. And I warned you'll see them do things to silence this social media empire that we've never even seen before. It's called Truth Social. And you can bet they'll block it in the app stores. I've even predicted they'll find a way or try to find a way to block it from the internet. That's the level of desperation here because people will flock to it. And that was literally yesterday, today, look at the headlines. The SEC is already investigating his upcoming media venture. You know, the same federal government that ignores Hunter Biden's laptop, shady deals with China, Russia, Ukraine. It's all good. It's all good. Unless Trump wants to found a forum where the truth might actually end up. See, that's the problem. Hate hoaxes like Jesse Smollett's wouldn't last long if an army of fact checkers could go out and check them out. Those people have to be shut down. And that means that Truth Social's got to go too. This isn't just about shutting down President Trump. It's literally about whether one half the country will be allowed to have leaders or not. Right now, we're not. Our only true leader is Trump. And he's completely shut down on social media platforms. If you're, on not, if you're not on social media in today's world, then you're persona non grata. We may not like that. I get texts all the time from people, well, I'll just go back to the way I, yeah, and no one will hear a thing you say. And then we'll lose. You gotta be in the conversation. And the conversation is on social media. This is literally a bid to keep our side, not just from having a narrative of our own, which we're not allowed to have, but from having leaders at all. Any new leader, that fills Trump's vacuum, even if it was Ron DeSantis, will be shut down similarly. They'll find an excuse. That's why they cannot allow Truth Social to exist. By the way, I'm thinking FBI starts investigating in, uh, what would you say, two months tops? Yeah, give them a month. They got to slow this thing down. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Meanwhile, just for kicks, Try posting something to Facebook with the word inflation in it. Anything with the word inflation in it. I could barely get any hits when I do it. I put up a picture of something cute, like a Mountain View or a cat. I'll get 700, 800 likes. Anything with inflation in it, zip. Almost nothing. Why? They're repressing it. It's how they control our reality. Well, they're going to have to do a lot more of that given what just came out. Remember how I told you it was going to get worse, not better? Remember how I told you it was not temporary and certainly not transitory. That would it would last until at least 2024. I've been warning about this, folks, since no one was talking about inflation back in the beginning of the year. You know that if you listen to the Battleground podcast. Well, here we go. We got the National Association of Business Economists catching up with me and their warning is chilling. They're predicting a surge in inflation for the end of the year. A surge? You're thinking, on top of what we already have? Uh Uh-huh. And that's not good. Now watch this. 71% of economists surveyed 
think the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation, that's the core PCE price index, won't cool down until at least the second half of 2023. So that's almost 2024. Why are we hearing this on TV? Why haven't we been hearing this on TV? Because 70% of economists believe this. You think we'd hear it? Yeah. Well, they'll tell it to a survey. They won't put their face on TV, though. They don't want to run afoul of the Biden administration and screw up their careers. That's why you have to get the survey to tell. How bad are we talking? Really bad. The Department of Labor uh, will report the November Consumer Price Index on Friday. And prices are expected to rise 6.7% compared with November 2020. Folks, we're we're in in escalating inflation. And it ain't going to end any time soon. Here's what else they report. They review inflation is hotter, um, but they're downgrading their projections for growth. What does that mean? What are they trying to say? That's stagflation. That's uh, high inflation, low growth. And inevitably, when you have high inflation, low growth, you get a stagnating job market, which is the other third leg of the stool of stagflation. Stagflation is the worst possible economic condition. There's pretty much nothing worse than stagflation. And we're headed into it, folks. It's what they're saying. They wouldn't use the word. They don't want to get in trouble with all the right people in Washington. But it's what they're saying. Meanwhile, will this finally be the thing that tips the scales with men dominating women's sports? I'd argue that Leah Thomas went too far. Because Leah, who used to be Will, was a pretty good swimmer as a man, but never broke a single record. As a woman called Leah... And look, all you got to do in swimming, you just have to take hormone blockers, testosterone blockers for a year. That doesn't do anything to erase your upper body strength that you already had. And men, on average, have 50% more upper body strength than women. They're just going to blow them away in the water. And she is. Not just shattering records, but shattering records by an outrageous amount of time. Like this one, the new women's record in the 200-yard freestyle. Seven-second victory. Seven seconds. Yeah. And then in the 1650-yard freestyle, blew away the second-place finisher by more than 38 seconds. That second-place finisher was an actual woman. Which, you know what's going to happen here, folks? You know what's going to happen? These coaches are under a tremendous amount of pressure to win. They're going to go looking for and recruiting transgender athletes, male athletes who say they're female. And that's what we'll have. We'll have male sports and mixed sports. What we will not have, what we will never have, is naturally born females competing as males and setting records. That will never happen because of the biological differences we're all supposed to be, you know, ignore because, well, back to the beginning of the podcast, we live in very fake times. Speaking of a sign of the times, did you hear about this Better.com CEO who called 900 of his employees together on a Zoom call, didn't tell them what it was about, and then fired them all at once? Outrage has ensued in the media. How can you let these people go right before Christmas? Um, well, this ain't the Trump economy, folks. People are going to be let go, and a lot of them, and a lot of them in the mortgage industry. That's what Better.com sells mortgages. We're going to have at least two point hikes, rate hikes next year. We're going to have to have that if we want to have a dollar and get a hold of this inflation. And so what you're seeing is simply that the CEO of Better.com is doing his firing before Christmas. 
The rest of the industry will do it after. But when you spend using a printing press, you're going to get inflation. And when you get inflation, you got to slow it down with rate hikes. That kneecaps the real estate industry. There's no way around that. And yet shock has ensued that the good economic times that came with the Trump policies won't last forever, that anybody would be fired for anything. Take a listen. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've, this is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger. So why do you fire them? Well, take a listen to this. And it kills me that outrage is still ensuing. I guess we just don't live in the real world anymore. There were so many jobs under Trump. Here's what happened. He said, as we started to slow down our pace of hiring, we saw some alarming statistics. And a number of our customers were not getting the service they deserved from our teammates. They were reviewing employee productivity data, including missed telephone call rates, number of inbound and outbound calls, employees showing up late to meetings with a customer and other metrics. They found some folks working just two hours a day, but getting paid or compensated with benefits for eight hours a day. And do you know who else he fired? The whole diversity and inclusion staff. Yeah, well, the idea of firing people who aren't working and God forbid the diversity and inclusion staff, that's going to set them off. But folks, this is the world we live in. We can't go on forever handing out checks of money printed with a printing press for good times. So we can sit around and watch TV. We're back to normal. And this is what it entails. He just went first. The rest will happen next year. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.